You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live fantasy booking podcast on the internet. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the healthy boy, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, unlike you, it sounds. I'm doing fine. Uh, you doing okay over there, man? Yeah, it's been uh, quite the week for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Um, what was it? When did we record? We recorded last sat- two Saturdays ago? I think so, yeah. Something like that. So, uh, in between in between last recordings, or even last episode, and now, uh, I contracted a kidney stone. Um, and audience, if you don't know what a kidney stone is... It's essentially, uh, well, it depends on, like, diet and stress and w- lack of water. Um, it depends how it forms. But basically, it's like a, a, a rock that forms in your kidney. A very, 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 very tiny rock that forms in your kidney. Um, uh, that uh, when it's trying to leave your kidney and go into your urethra, um, which is that pathway between your kidney and your bladder, uh, it causes a great deal of pain. Mikey, let me explain it to you like this, Mikey. So you got a hose, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're, imag- you're picturing in your mind's eye a hose. Yes. Yeah, um, I got, a hose, I got hose is like, let's say the hose is like um, one inch in diameter. Okay. And water is trying to flow through it, as a hose does. Not like ketchup or pasta. It's water. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Time out. Million, yes. million dollar idea. Pasta hose. <laughs> I'm in as both a customer and an investor. You already know this. <laughs> um, so you got a hose one inch diameter. Now imagine you have a baseball that's three inches in diameter mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Try shoving that baseball through the hose, all the way through the length of the hose. I don't think that would work. It won't work, but it needs to go through. Um, and the water buildup, uh, imagine that the water buildup that the hose would create, or I guess the baseball would create in the hose, um, 
affects you in pain. Um, so as it builds up from behind, the water builds up behind the hose, uh, it gives you pain. That's what a kidney stone is, essentially. That's what pe- when people talk about the pain of a kidney stone, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about a, a, a stone that is too big for the tube that it clogs up and gives you immense amount of pain. People talk about how uh, kidney stone pain is the closest guys can get to to uh, childbirth pain. Um, and that like idea of something too big for the <laughs> opening. Yep. Um, so yeah, I had a kidney stone last week. So what we're doing today, Mikey? <laughs> Two things. One, we're gonna we're gonna do the Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page energy challenge, <laughs> which is both being high energy and very low energy. It's gonna be a nice middle today. Mm-hmm. Or at least, or at least I will be a nice middle. So uh, you, I, I. Uh, so, I'm gonna so be yeah. I'm gonna be extreme bouncing off the walls, crazy energy. I would appreciate that. I'll be the Bob Ross where everything's exciting, but I talk like this. And I'll be the Jim Ross. <laughs> By God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then two, I have a special game for you, Mikey. Mm-hmm. It's called Drink Water, Ryan. So it's a simple game. At any point, and, and listeners at home, you could play this. All you got to do is grab a bottle and water, fill up that bottle of water, and then listen to the show. And then, Mikey, whenever you say the words, Ryan, drink some water, you can say this at any point in the podcast, during when I'm even talking, literally at any point in the podcast. Say, Ryan, drink some water. I will have to stop what I'm doing and drink some water. Okay. And listeners at home can also do this. Why are we doing this? Because it's greatly important to drink water. Also, I'm trying to pass a goddamn kidney stone here. I want that sucker out of my body. That's so, fair. So drinking water ups the odds of me peeing, and upping the odds of me peeing ups the odds of this goddamn rock excreting from my bladder. That was descriptive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and now I'm going to paint. Some happy little trees, <laughs> but but yeah, it's been a it's been a week for me, so so exciting stuff. I'm also on ibuprofen, 800 milligrams, so I'm like just a tiny bit loopy. It's fine, you got this. That's fine, that's fine. But we're gonna do it. I'm doing this for you all. <laughs> it's fine. Words are blurs. We love you guys. Hey, Mikey, how are you doing? How has your week been? Uh, my week's been fine. Uh, I have family in from North Carolina, so I've just been seeing them uh, a lot. Uh, I played some Dungeons and Dragons on Saturday. Oh, tell me about your Dungeons and Dragons. Is this the one that you're DMing? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, I took them through their first like real dungeon. Okay, uh, a classic, a classic, if you will, a classic. classic yeah. Um, they tried. I. I tried to make it a quick one because I had work in the morning, and we mm-hmm. start we had to start late. Uh, so I tried to make it a quick one, and of course the players made it as complicated as possible and made it take way longer than it should have. That's like the that's like and then like then the the players complain that this is taking forever, and you're like, well, you quit doing this, you so, quit screwing up the length. So here's the puzzle I made. Okay. It was they had to use three golden shiny thrones to reflect light into a mirror so a secret door would open 
Okay. Easy so enough, right? Fairly simple, yeah. Uh, what I forgot was that two of my characters have a hatred for mirrors. So they broke the solution. <laughs> what a specific so they, hatred? So they broke the mirror and ruined the solution to the puzzle. So first they broke the mirror, and then they solved the light reflection puzzle, but there was no mirror to open the door. Wow. So what one of my characters did very uh, cleverly was cast a ray of frost on the door and make like a, a an ice oh, mirror. That's pretty to good. therefore solve the puzzle. That that's a good way to get around it. <laughs> uh, As a as the DM, how angry were you? And they were like, oh, that is a mirror. I got to go break it. Dude, I even tried to give them a second chance where I was like, "There's look, there's shards on the floor of the mirror glowing. You could maybe, I didn't say you could maybe put it back together, but like I was implying that maybe you could put it back together. And then they, mm-hmm. and then one of them was like, I cast sacred flame on the shards of mirror and they were just ash. There, there was literally no mirror left. That's so upsetting to hear. <laughs> I, so, I, oh my god. These two characters have a hatred for mirrors because when they were fighting a group of goblins, uh, one of them hid under a vendor's table and the vendor was selling mirrors. And then when they went to go after the goblin, they hit the table and the mirror fell on them. And they thought the mirror was evil. So now they have a hatred for mirrors. And I forgot about that when I made the mirror a solution to a puzzle. Wait, do you, but is that what happened to both players? Because didn't you say that two of them have so it happened? Mirrors? It happened to one of them, and then the other one tried to go save them, and then another mirror fell on that guy. And so he's like, "Well, in for a penny, in for a pound, I guess." Yeah, and, and, I hate mirrors. Now. Yeah, now now they just despise mirrors and think mirrors are evil. Wow. I mean, I props to the props to the guy that did the ray of frost puzzle because I would have I would have sat there as the player being like, "That was our sorcerer, thank goodness." I would have been like maybe like if I had an axe or something, I'd be like, "Look, let me shine my axe real quick and just like angle it, maybe something." There was ways around it, but that was just like, "Oh my gosh." I don't know. That, I, in a way that worked. In a way, I think. I, in a way that kind of, I kind of like that as a solution. Where it's like, even though they break broke it, it's like there's still ways. Now they, it's now the, there's one more piece of the puzzle that they have to solve. Yeah, they have to create. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even solve. Like they have to create the piece. Um, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, don't let my low energy voice uh, dissuade you from how interested that, I am in that. That was the, and that was just a puzzle to get into the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> that was the secret door leading into the dungeon that they were trying to open. So did then, they ever fight a dragon yet? No, but at, what, at, kind of, what kind of de- what kind of dungeon master are you? I don't know. I'm a monster. Uh, so yeah, after after that whole ordeal, I had to bring them through a dungeon. So that yeah. was fun. Wow. Well, speaking of going through the dungeon, let's talk about hitting books, Mikey. Okay. Uh, The drugs have taken a hold of me and have ruined my sense of segment segmentizing. No, transitioning. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Words are blurs. Anyways, uh, we are on episode... 
three, episode 12 total, but episode three on our way to Stomping Grounds. We have this episode, episode four, and then Stomping Grounds itself. Yeah. Where so far we have announced two championship tournament matches. And if you don't know what we're talking about when we say championship tournament matches, Mikey, mm-hmm. what do I mean? Uh, well, we are having a tournament to decide who our new WWE champion is going to be. Mm-hmm. Because McIntyre, like me, did drugs. <laughs> I don't know if it was ibuprofen and or he, what it was. He had to relinquish his WWE championship, unfortunately. Yes, and we had big plans. But big plans go away, and we are here. Just like we broke the mirror, now we're here to find out a new puzzle piece. See, yep. the drugs really ruined my transitions. <laughs> Go to was it challenge? I, I want to say it's pronounced challenge. It, it's, but, it's, but it's spelled challenge. Challenge, how the French say it. Go to challenge dot com slash by Drew. That is C H A L L O N G E dot com slash by B Y E Drew D R E W, and you can find our WB Championship tournament listed there, and you can make predictions to who you think will be the next wwe champion yeah um it will a wwe champion will be crowned at SummerSlam. we don't know who is it is going to be we never you know we never try to pre-book decisions like that we Mm -hmm. always pre-book storylines in a way mikey but i don't think we've ever like pre-booked decisions no i don't think so uh you have you have a pitch in mind, but of course, I could talk you out of that pitch, or s- the randomizer can screw us over, or you know anything could happen. Anything but if you happen. go to challenge.com slash by Drew, you can make your predictions, and then by making your predictions, you can uh, win. If you win, if you make the correct predictions, you can win. One free month of the wrestling streaming service of your choice, whether that be WWE Network, whether that be New Japan World, whether it be uh, this Impact have something, probably, um, whatever that may be, uh, the wrestling streaming service of your choice, you will get one free month of that wrestling service. It could be BNR. It could be BNR Live. I don't know. It can be. Ooh, that's a great point. It can be BNR Live for that hot AEW action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So go to challenge.com and challenge.com slash by Drew and vote in that today. Um, uh, we have no, I, we talk, we didn't talk about how long we wanted to go. I was thinking about a week, but I feel like it needs to go a little bit longer, especially with this whole kidney stone stuff. I feel like I want to just extend it at least a little bit longer. Okay. Maybe, maybe extend the stomping grounds, you know, the, putting in the predictions. I'm not sure, but at least another week. Mm-hmm. So get your predictions in now before this kidney stone passes. God, I hope it passes soon. Uh, God, I'm like sweating all of a sudden. Okay, let's, Mikey. Real real quick sidebar. Uh, looks like we actually have one prediction, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's, what does that prediction say? Who's? I don't know who it is, but let's make that prediction. Let's see who that prediction saying they they're saying ooh are they saying they're saying PD Dunn wins the whole thing whoa their final four being 
Cesaro, Pete Dunne, Velveteen Dream, and Finn Balor Ooh. as their final four. Okay. That's quite the final four. That's bold. Finn, like Finn Balor, that is all new WB champions. That's Dream and Dunn, NXT call-ups. That's Cesaro, who is, most people say could easily you know be a WB champion. And Finn Balor, making it all the way to the finals, but then losing to Pete Dunn. Wow. That's a bold prediction. I like it. I like the boldness. Well, Michael, not wrong, I guess. Well, Michael. <laughs> well, Mikey. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, the drugs are really kicking in. Uh, well, Mikey, uh, when we are ready, I ask you, sir, let's hit those books. Mikey, are you ready? I'm ready. I said, are you Ready. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender. Oh, let's get ready to book it. Okay, where we left off is a lot of stuff happening. Essentially, last week was mainly focused on announcing this WWE Championship Tournament. And we have already, like, booked four matches, Mikey. Oh, yeah. So I say let's just get those going. Um, let's let's do our... We have to do some secret booking. Some secret booking. Yes, yeah, so we have to do some secret booking. Uh, we have two WWE Championship tournament matches, round one matches this week. That being Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane and Rusev versus Elias. Sort of a Rusev Day breakup uh, story there. Yeah. So we have to do some secret booking to decide on that. We have also the revival versus Big E and Xavier Woods of the New Day. And we have uh, Natalia and Dana Brooke versus Naomi and a mystery partner, mm-hmm. I, I presume, of her choosing. Yeah. Uh, not like a mystery partner of Natalia's choosing. That would be weird. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure that's probably happened. But, uh, yeah, so we have those four matches already pre-booked, uh, so we just have to actually book them now. So let's do some mystery booking, Mikey. Uh, some mystery uh, booking. Ooh. Are you are you on the Google Sheets page? I am on the Google Sheets page. So let's start with Pete Dane. Pete Dane? Pete, Pete Dane. Dunn versus Killian Dane. Pete Dunn's dog, Pete Dane. <laughs> he's, a great, he's a great Dane. <laughs> One of the best. One of the best Danes, if if you will. And Pete's a great Dunn. <laughs> let's mystery book this thing. Mystery book being, let's, we're not going to tell the audience. You got you to vote. Make your you prediction. Why don't yeah. we tell you the answer? We're not going to tell you the answer. It's too easy. What the heck? So, Pete Dunn, Killian Dane, Mikey. <clears throat> uh, I vote this guy. I agree with that guy. I, we both agree on this person. I think it makes the most sense there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think that I think this would be cool. This would be an upset. Yeah. But this is a safe pick. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, done. Mystery booked. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> section booked. Whether whether Pete Dunn wins or loses this matchup, Mikey, mm-hmm. I think afterwards uh, Cesaro should come out. Oh, bold. Mm-hmm. Cesaro should come out. 
and challenge again. Or no, not even saying anything. I think no words should be said between these two. I think just stares at him, you know, man to man, eye to eye, stares him down. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Pete Dunne raises the Intercontinental Championship and Cesaro, you know, nods his head or whatever and challenge, challenge. And then and then we officially announce for stomping grounds, Pete Dunne versus Cesaro, Intercontinental Championship match. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right. we're, bo- we're both in agreement there. Yeah. Because we sort of already teased it, plus we wanted to head that direction anyways. Mm-hmm. So, following the match, Cesaro non-verbally <laughs> challenges done to the Intercontinental title at Stomping Grounds. Oh, yeah. Match is made. Sweet. So then, at Stomping Grounds, uh, along with two more round one matches in the WWE Championship Tournament, we will also have Cesaro versus Pete Dunne. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we got one more championship match left. Uh, Mikey, let's look at it. Who are we thinking? Uh, Between Rusev and Elias, without saying names. The Rusev Day re- reunion. Rusev yes. Day heel turn reunion. Yes, the winner of this match will go on to face either Pete Dunne or Killian Dane. Hmm. I think this person. Interesting. Let me get my mouse off of one of the names. Interesting. Hmm. Either way, whoever the win, whoever gets the win here is that's kind of a push. Yeah, I agree. For either of them. Hmm. Without saying, without saying, well, being secretive, why that person? Um, because I think it, it it'll do. I think I, I think I just like it more than the other person, honestly. Just preference. Just yeah. Yeah, I I think I agree. I think because honestly, it's like the problem is is that like. I mean, we haven't done anything of really either of them. Yeah. So it doesn't feel... This match just kind of feels blah. You know? Yeah. Um, we do, It does have that Rusev Day breakup angle to it. But as we said, like, even before we realized that, it's still sort of like blah. Yeah. But, you know, we needed, we needed people. And we want to make... We're not going to put those blah people against, you know, obvious... You know, former champion. It's not going to be Rusev versus Roman Reigns. It's not going to be Elias versus Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. You know, the, obviously those two p- other people are going to win. So we want to put them together, which I think is a good, I think it was a good choice. I agree. Now you're saying this person? Yes. Do we at all get more redemption with this person? I mean, I like the the that angle. Hmm. I mean, the problem being for me is that like K- 
can either of these people I mean we're not trying to pre-book obviously the next round but like can either of these people book or beat Killing Dane or Dunn in, in like a month maybe well maybe actually I could see it actually I could see I maybe both of them actually doing it yeah I mean there's the possibility always Personally, it's honestly for me a toss up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest; it's really a toss up. I'm like trying to decide, uh, but I do like this. I do like this name, the name that you pitched. Okay, you um, want to do that then? Yeah, I'll say let's do it. I think I think it's a pretty good pitch. I think um, give him a little bit of push. Is it an upset? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but I I I'll, I'll agree. I think that's a I think that's a good, interesting, you know, matchup there. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's talk about the women's division, Mikey. Let's do it. <clears throat> so, so far you have pre-booked Natalia and Dana Brooke versus Naomi and the Mystery Partner. So. What is happening in this matchup, and then what else is happening, if any, is happening in the women's division? I believe I've, I have, how many? I already used my pit. I use my pivot, right? My veto, right? You have another one. Do I? Do we have two vetoes? Yeah. God, these drugs really are. We have it. two. You used one of them. Yes, but we have a a tweak. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, then it's your turn. Oh, man, you can veto both of my ideas, both this week and next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Okay, cool. Then it is your turn. What's happening in the women's division? Okay, so Natalia and Dana Brooke are facing Naomi and a mystery partner. I had an idea for a mystery partner, and I was set on this idea for a mystery partner. And then I thought of another one, and I got even more excited with that one. So so, so you're, really, you're really going back and forth on this. Yep. We're... So... Natalia comes out, Dana Brooke comes out, Naomi comes out, and she waits by the ramp for her mystery partner. And her mystery partner is Bianca Belair. Nice. The EST of STL. <laughs> of STL. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't have much of a it doesn't have much of a ring to it that as the other thing. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think Bianca Belair because I think Naomi sees the potential in Bianca and sees, like, how much of just a raw athlete Bianca is. Mm-hmm. And I think they can work well together. Mm-hmm. We have two women of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you think Naomi sees Bianca as, like, a sees herself in Bianca as someone that the fans, you know, doesn't quite appreciate in yeah. this current state, you know? I think that's what drove me to the decision because I think Naomi I think I think that reason was that Naomi sees herself in Bianca. I think that's the the reasoning I kind of went through behind it. My original pitch was going to be Charlotte Flair, but I think there's some bad blood there so it doesn't it wouldn't make as much sense to me. Mhm. Mhm. There's a whole Taylor Swift album between them. Or was it an album or just the song? I think it was just the song. Okay, so Naomi Bianca Blair versus Natalia and Dana Brooke. What happens? 
Uh, I think Naomi and Bianca Belair pick up the win. Oh, okay. Who pins him? Does Naomi just pin Natalia here just to get more heat? I mean, that's the question Natal- that you got to answer. Natalia, Natalia is on a hot streak right now. So I think if – well, I guess not really a hot streak, but she was she her, she's very hot with the fans, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if Naomi picked up a win over Natalia, it would it would increase her heat. So I think I'm going to say that Naomi pins <laughs> Natalia here. Naomi pins Natalia. Is it a pin in a cheaty fashion, or is it just a straight up pin pin? Um, I think there's some shenanigans with uh, Bianca, maybe like get interfering where she should like. Or here's what happens: Natalia's running the ropes. Bianca trips her. Uh, and that that short bit of hesitation uh, with Natalia getting tripped. She gets hit by the rear view, and then the mood salt, and then Naomi pins her. Okay. Rear view, moon salt, one, two, three. Naomi pins Natalia. Yeah, that, with the help of Bianca. Wow. I wow. like the idea of instead of just grabbing her feet, Bianca like whips her hair around <laughs> Natalia's feet. Just like That's pretty funny, actually. That's a pretty funny image. I don't think she's ever done that. It's hard. Pretty funny. I feel like it's hard to just be like and wrap it around somebody's foot, like Indiana Jones. <laughs> great point. Honestly, great point. Yeah, I like it. Uh, anything else happening in the women's division? Um, say my piece. Oh yeah, uh, we have Ruby Riot come out. And she calls out Shayna Baszler. Comes out to the ring. She calls out Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler comes out to the the top of the ramp. And Ruby Riot challenges Shayna Baszler to a match at Stopping Grounds. Okay, Riot throws down the gauntlet. What kind of match? Riot. So Riot pit Riot goes. Shayna, I want you at stomping grounds. She goes, no disqualifications, no countouts, falls count anywhere. Oh, oh, I see. I see that. Okay. In a weird way, I see why you had it then, how you had their match end in a double countout sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Because now they have to do a falls count. They could do that thing now, but now it has to be a falls count anywhere. Challenges Baszler to a Falls Count Anywhere match. Does Baszler accept? I think so. Baszler accepts. The match is booked. Ruby Riot, Shayna Baszler, Falls Count Anywhere. And then next week we can have a nice contract signing segment. Hmm. Are you going to announce that now? Sure. We can, like... We could be like later in the show. It could be like GM Page announces a contract signing for blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. a bold move between the violence of Ruby Riot and Shayna Baszler to do a contract signing. Yeah, the best the best one I, the best contract signing ever is when it was AJ Styles and who was he against? And it was just a contract signing and nothing happened. Like it was, it was like, Shinsuke. Well, I... It was AJ and Shinsuke. 
Because I remember Shinsuke was like, I ran out of ink in my pen. He was just being like, re- he wasn't being mean. He was just being annoying. Yeah. That's like the charisma of Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> as a heel. He's just like, I'm an annoying. But he's not, he's not being like a, like, he's just like a weird, like, it's just a weird man. He's just a weird guy. <laughs> Like I ran out of ink. What, then, am I, what, what do you want me to do now? And AJ? like AJ got mad, but they just signed the contract and left. Like I love it. I love it. And Perfect. it was backstage okay, cool. and everything, so it was like, what the heck? Perfect. Um. Okay. Anything else happened in the women's division, or was set there? Um. I think that's it. That's it for today. Okay, cool. Making a nice um, reveal with a mystery partner. A, a challenge has been thrown down. I think we're good. Yeah, I'm thinking over in my head, and honestly, the the riot Baszler segment, perfect. I think. I'm trying to think that like whether or not there's the idea of like riot and baszler agreeing to this match or gm page having to give this match to the two of them you know like that sort of thing of like yeah but i feel like gm page would have given it like them a steel cage match Mm -hmm. yeah no i like the falls count anywhere i like the falls count anywhere match especially since their feud has been everywhere in the arena essentially at this point Mm -hmm. exactly so falls count anywhere makes more sense yep this is this is going to be one of those false cut anywhere matches that like goes to a bar down the street from the arena. Like, <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Um, there at the bar, Orange Cassidy is there. He's just like <laughs> he has like orange juice, and he's just like just you know give him the heads nod while raising the juice. Like like Shayna Baszler bumps into him. He like he he gives her the mist. <laughs> Swamp Thing comes out. Um. And then the tag match. I love the choice of Bianca Belair. I think it's the perfect choice. Bianca Belair and Naomi are a great tag team idea, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Like, after, if they're still heels after all of this, spinning them off into a uh, tag team division could be very fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, so I like that. Um, I like it. I like it. And a win, a Naomi pinning Natalia. I'm interested to see where it goes. Of course, there's going to be a women's match, women's title match at Stomping Grounds in two weeks. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Because mm-hmm. that's a straight up pin over Natalia. That's straight up two pins over Natalia that Naomi has. Yeah, the first one was. Yeah, the first one cheesy, is but... cheesy wheezy. Pins a pin and wins a win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see what Natalia has to do to convince the council <laughs> that she deserves a title shot at Stomping Grounds. I guess the council. That's it's like it's like Vince, Triple H, and St- Stephanie and Shane with like druid hoods like on a big table. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was me, Natalia. And like Bruce it was Br- me and, all along. And then it's like, on a lower level, it's like Bruce Pritchard, like the writers. Bruce Pritchard, Paul Heyman. Yeah, Paul Heyman, Bischoff. Dana Warrior. 
I like it. No, I like these two. I like the women's division this week. I think it was good. I think I don't have zero tweaks, zero vetoes. All right, cool, cool. I did good this year. I did a good. You did a good. <laughs> Mikey did a good. <laughs> There's some sort of stinger play. He did good. He did good. He did good. That's a fun chant that it should happen in SHS. <laughs> My favorite chant that happened still so far is instead of chanting holy shit, the crowd went, yowie, wowie. Yowie, wowie. Was that at Stomping Grounds? Like the real life Stomping Grounds? I don't, I don't think it was at, it was at a real life, I think it, it was at a real life pay-per-view. I don't think it was at Stomping Grounds, though. Money in the Bank, maybe? I forgot. I don't know. Yeah, no, that was, I think it was a good one. If you're gonna if you're gonna PG the crowd, I say Yowie Wowie is the way to do it. I agree. Um, but also another one of my favorite chants that came up at um, Fighter Fest was "You sick fuck, you sick fuck." Oh well, that's a classic. That's a classic. I in the independent scene. I didn't know that. No, yeah, I I don't think. Oh, that we're doing one, Mikey's independent corner. <laughs> that one was new to me. Yeah, Mikey's independent corner chants. Yeah, you sick fuck. That Yusik fuck is like a classic, like almost like deathmatch GCW chant. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 it like it's definitely like a chant that's just sort of like very much like like I don't see any WWE audience ever doing a chant like that because I don't think WWE will ever get to a point where. It, that are going to have the crowd chanting "you sick fuck," because what's what let's what's the sickest thing you could do now to somebody? Like, there's not much. I think I think I can only see it happen in a where the audience is ironic. I think I think if it was like post WrestleMania Raw audience, here's here's what I'm thinking. And like someone, and like the festival friendship happened, mm-hmm. it would be like, you sick fuck or something. I think they, if you're, you're talking about using it ironically, I think it would happen during one of those, uh, those New Day holiday segments where they do like the, I don't know, the 4th of July pancake eating contest or like the Halloween bash or whatever, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like if, like that one time when, Cesaro got thrown into a bunch of pumpkins. I think that would be a funny time to, for them to do it. You know, just like stupid shit, or like when Sheamus took the the cake to the face. Yeah, it would be, it would be something like that where it's you know very much like ironic, very much ironic and silly. Hmm. Hmm. I like it. So when we come back, we will book the tag team division plus. We got a couple more segments we can book here and another match if we wanted to. So when we come back, we will book the rest of our card as we prepare for Stomping Grounds. And we are back. Um... I had a whole glass of water. I didn't go to the bathroom, which is upsetting to me. Sorry, do you want to get just... before we start? Do you want to get more water? Are we playing the game? I mean, yeah. I'm just I'm just waiting for the perfect comedic timing, Ryan. You know me. 
You are a professor in comedic arts. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm totally fucking with you. Um, but I'll, 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 I'll find it. Okay. Well, talk to talk to me. Well, I'll I'll set you up. I'll give you this layup, and maybe you can slam at home. And when I come okay. back, it's been slammed. Okay. Talk write for me the segment of Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan attacking Apollo Cruz before their stomping grounds match. And I'll come, go grab some water. Uh, do you want me to say it out loud and stuff? Yeah, say it out loud. And do you want me to talk? Maybe, you want me to write, talk maybe some right stuff. Do you want me to talk to these people to by myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! I believe and trust you. It's real simple, right? It's just like a cruise interview or something. I don't know. I'm gonna go get grab some water. I'll be back. I'll yeah. be gone for like less than a minute. All right, Mikey. We all believe in you. Okay. I'll be back. Okay. Got it. All right. So in this segment, we have an Apollo Cruise interview. And it's Kathy Kelly, whoever the interviewer is at the time, because those are always changing. It's going to be them interviewing Apollo Cruz on how he feels about being in this tournament and how he feels to get a shot at the WWE Championship. He says he's very excited. Him and uh, Carmella are there together, and they're saying they're very excited for this opportunity, and they're very happy that they got a chance at this title. And then... Daniel Bryan attacks from behind and just really F's him up uh, and puts him in the label lock and holds it, holds it, holds it. Security's trying to come and break him off and can't. And, and Daniel Bryan says, he's not good enough to lace my boots, let alone be a part of this tournament. I'm, I'm back. Hi. Did I miss anything? Uh, you didn't write down anything. I have no idea what you said. I didn't. No, I didn't write down anything. But I got. I have the the summary for you. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, you can give me that summary later. I don't, we don't want to bore the audience with the exact same wordage. It, real quick, it was just Apollo Cruz interview. Uh, Daniel Bryan attacks from behind and says he's not good enough to lace his boots. You know, mm. puts him in the label lock, uh, brutalizes him backstage a little bit. Really, really puts the hurting on him. Yeah, basically embodiment of what he wants to do to Roman Reigns. Exactly. Which we are stretching out, <laughs> stretching out to what since before Backlash. Mm-hmm. Was that was that was that the Backlash match? I'm trying to figure out if Daniel Bryan wants a new opponent or if he just wants to just move on in the tournament by eliminating. I don't know his what I don't know what he wants to do because he well he would face Roman Reigns. Assuming both win their matches immediately, the first in round two. Let's see. Um, they wouldn't meet each. They would have to meet each other in round three. Yeah. The was that would be the Tuesday SmackDown before SummerSlam. I think Daniel Bryan just tries to move up in the bracket by taking out his competition, and then Paige is just like, well, now you have to have a new opponent, and your match is going to be at stomping grounds, you know? That's fair. That is fair. Um, okay, good. Good, good, good. Um, I like it. So then that will be, I'll just put that here, just for, you know, just for the sake of sanity. Not yep. the team. Not the team, just the, the idea. 
Um, okay, cool. So, uh, tag teams? Tag teams. That's all you, man. So, I've been trying to, I've been going back and forth in my noodle on how I want to play out this match. And I think what I'm going to do is first off, I'm going to do a fifth match. It's going to be the Usos. Okay. And they're going to be facing. Let me double check. They've already faced Sanity. They've already faced the Ascension. They're going to be facing. Damn. Oh, no, because English. Not English. Elias already wrestled. Oh, dang. Dang. Did I mess you up? I'm sorry. Oh, well, this actually shouldn't happen anymore. Hold on. Yeah, this probably doesn't exist anymore. For well, let me let me finish my tag team thing, and then I'll talk about why that thing, why one of these teams don't exist anymore. Okay. Uh, it'll be the Usos versus Heavy Machinery. Okay. Uh, Usos get the victory. Okay, I like it. Uh, well, I don't like I don't like Heavy Machinery losing again, but yeah, but Jimmy's gonna pin uh, Dozer. Okay. Sure. It, what's is it? Is it? Does it go by Dozer? No, not Otis. Not Otis Dozer. What's the other guy? Tucker. Tucker, yeah. Jimmy pins Tucker. Okay. Um, gonna pin Tucker, but it's fine. Um, then we're going to do the match that we talked about last week: the Revival versus the New Day. Uh, this is Biggie and Xavier Woods. Yep. Uh, with obvious stomping grounds title match implications on the line. Mm-hmm. We never we never outright said that this is the number one contenders match, but obvious implications mm-hmm. for whoever will challenge AOP next at Stomping Grounds. Yeah. So the match happens, yada 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 yada. Um, wait, do I want to? This uh, this is my caught up. This is my caught up. I'm trying to decide how I want to do this. Is it? That happens, or well, I guess I can talk about this in the meantime while I try to go over it in my brain. So, real quickly, sidebar, Mikey. Okay. Slater and Rhino. We no longer have Rhino. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, his contract is up July seventeenth. Okay. Uh. Plus. Um. Everyone is fairly certain that he just debuted at Impact last night at time of recording on Sunday, last Sunday. Fucking excuse me? Yeah, yeah. Impact had their Slammiversary pay-per-view last night. Okay. And Michael Elgin, following his title match, his loss of a title match, got speared by a masked individual. Oh, boy. Yes. Um... No one knows who this masked individual is, but the body shape, the posing, and the type of spear slash gore that it was makes everyone think it was Rhino. Interesting. So the belief is that was Rhino. Plus, his contract's up July 17th anyway, so we were going to lose him no matter what in like a week. Yeah. So goodbye, Rhino. He's no longer with WWE. He's no longer on our brand. We have lost a person. We have lost a tag team. That's we fine. Wish, we wish him best in his future endeavors. Yes. 
I I mean, real uh, continue with the sidebar. Um, we're always sad about wrestlers leaving WWE, but in a weird way, as people on this show, as bookers, I am in a weird way happy for losing wrestlers. Yeah. I talked this about this a million times, and I'm weirdly happy about losing a wrestler because we have way too many. Um, the yeah. downside of this being that Heath Slater is now a singles wrestler. Yikes! So I have no idea what to do with him ever now. Yikes! So that's the case there. I mean, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So back to this uh, revival, new day. I think. Yeah, I think I'm going to pull the trigger. I think I'd be fine. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. Ah. Ah. Revival New Day. Eh, maybe I'll pitch it. I'll pitch it. You have your vetoes. You have your tweaks. <clears throat> Revival New Day happens. Okay. It does not get to a conclusion because a okay. tag team interferes. Who's that tag team, Mikey? I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping you'd make a guess. Who's that tag uh, team? Uh, 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 Slater and his new partner, the Ham Sandwich. <laughs> no, Mikey. The Ham Sandwich he thinks is Rhino. <laughs> no. <laughs> The writing's been on the wall for weeks, and it's not Heath Slater and a ham sandwich. Are you sure? It's, in fact, the Usos. Ooh, okay. Um, They attack uh, the Revival. Okay. Uh, They don't attack attack the New Day because I wanted them to stay as face uh, team, but they attack Revival because maybe let's say the Revival do some cheating stuff. Match goes to the DQ. They get on the mic following the match and say that for weeks now, the Usos have had a lock down on the SmackDown Live tag team division secretly in the background while these two are fighting over who should be the next contenders. They're asking, we're over here sitting. Why aren't we the next contenders? We should be the next contenders. We want the match at stomping grounds. So now the Usos are throwing their hat into the mix with the Revival, with the New Day, all wanting to challenge AOP at Stomping Grounds. There's my tag team divisions pitch this week. Mikey, you have you have your vetoes, you have your tweaks. What would you like to do to me, sir? I'm going to use a tweak, I think. Oh. You have two vetoes. You could easily use a veto because you have, well, I mean, guess you can use them both next week. But you're using a tweak. You're using the tweak. Um, you're you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna use the veto on the on the Usos attacking the revival because I don't think they would do that. Damn it! Why not? Why do you, Why do you not think the Usos and the revival had like a secret feud for like months now? I don't think they would do it. I don't. But yeah, but the, since the Usos are the faces, I don't think they would sneak attack the revival during a match. That just doesn't feel right. You know, yeah, that's why I said that. Like, um, you know, uh, um, what's his fate? Like the revival 
or playing dirty or whatever. So the Usos are doing being good people or something. I don't know. I it, the whole thing was sort of nah. But yes, what was what was your idea? Um. So my idea was that it's not a during match attack. It's a. I think this match needs a conclusion with the revival in the new day. Okay. And I think that it's a post match attack. A post match attack. Or the Usos just come out and call out their revival in the new day and be like, "We sh- we deserve a shot." Blah blah blah. Hmm. Okay. Post match attack on presumably the revival who would win. Mm-hmm. But I don't. But that's the thing. I don't want the new day to no longer be in title contention. I feel like a a, a, a loss here would mean they're out of title contention. That's fair. So what's your view? So what? So what? So what's hap- So what's happening? I'm trying to thinking. Th- yeah, it's it's a tough one. Let's talk it out here, Michael. Michael, I keep saying Michael, and I don't know why. These drugs, these ibuprofens are really, whoof. Uh, I think it's the hot box of the room mixed with the ibuprofen is really just swoovy booby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's talk it out. The goal for me, I feel like you kind of agree as a good goal, is Fatal 4-Way, AOP, Revival, New Day, Usos. That's what I figured was coming, yeah. Yes, that's my goal. The problem is getting there, and I think you're right in saying that, like, Usos would weirdly attack the Revival was kind of weird, and so I just kind of created some convoluted thing of, like, the Revival were being baddies or something. What if AOP comes out and starts attacking both of them? Oh! And then Usos come out for the save. Usos make, Usos make the save. And then and then still give the promo? Yeah. I like that. Match ends in no like contest. A- AOP tra- takes them both out, and then Usos come out and take out AOP. I like that a lot, actually. Match ends in no contest. AOP attack everyone. And Usos make the save. I like that. I like that. I like the Usos making the save. Yeah, I think I think that's good. I think that's good. And cut the promo saying that they've been holding down the, you know, locking down the tag team division for weeks now. They have wins over Heavy Machinery, Sanity, uh, the Ascension. Um, you know, they've they've beaten pretty much almost every single tag team in its division. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They deserve it. They, they deserve sure, a shot. They definitely deserve a shot at this point, for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's get the Usos in there. All right. Okay, cool. I like it. I like that veto. I like that veto a lot. I think that's a good. That was a good choice to do. Mm-hmm. Sa- save me. <laughs> I, I think it just feels better to have the heel team do the mid match interference than the face is than the faces. Mm-hmm. So. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, cool. So we what do we have? We got show opener and two more segments left to book. Real quickly, Mikey. One we thing need- we. The 24-7 championship. Exactly. I was about to say the same thing. I forgot the 24-7 championship. So let me update this thing. 
me tell you what we got brewing in a 24-7 championship world. Okay. Okay. Interesting. The 24-7 champion. Sort of feel bad for him. Hey, Ryan, drink some water. <sighs> Dang it. That's fair. 24-7 champion. You could really spam it if you wanted to, right? <laughs> you could really spam <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, so the 24-7 champion, Mikey. Okay. Sort of feel bad for the guy. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yikes. <laughs> that's that's kind of a yikes. <laughs> to be fair. I mean, to of... be I mean, also to be fair, it's it's not just it is gaining I think it is gaining a little bit of prestige, uh, because it's not just going to the jobbers. Like Kevin Owens just won the title. Our tag team champions had the title, you know, like That is true. Bray Wyatt had the title. Like it's like it's going to bigger names now. Kevin you Owens, know. who may or may not still be the United States champion on Raw. Exactly. So I feel like it's getting less of a joke, you know? Plus, Kevin Owens was at last week. Ke- that that would mean that, presumably, Shinsuke won it off of Kevin Owens. Yeah. Which, plus, is, is it, which isn't unbelievable. Plus, I'm just remembering that last week was the last we have of Rhino. The whole diner thing with Rhino. I think that was a good send off. That was, I think, that was the perfect send off for Rhino. Like, quite honestly, not even realizing it, but that was the perfect send off for Rhino. Yep. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Cool. Uh, I love it. I love that signed off from Rhino. Okay, so that means that Shinsuke beat Kevin Owens for the title. Hmm. Um. At some point. So, we have to end this week. So, that means that probably happened on Raw. Yeah. Shinsuke beat, you know, on Raw we get uh, Nakamura defeats Owens for title. Yep. So, that means this week Nakamura has to end the show with the title still. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're two raw competitors. So what are we doing that involves the 24-7 championship? And why is Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Last week we had the diner pitch. We can continue it with Heath Slater alone. <laughs> no Rhino. That'd be kind of funny if it was just like a continuation of him chasing down Kevin Owens, but then he's like, Rhino? Where'd you where'd you go? <laughs> is there into suicide ham sandwich? He just looks over. He's like, Rhino, where are you? Looks down. There's a ham sandwich. Rhino! Heath Slater's new tag team partner. What if they're in the hospital? You know how like you know how it ended with Rhino goring Owens, but Owens jumping out of the way, and Rhino ended up goring uh, uh, the jukebox? Yeah. What if we're in the hospital? Okay. What if, what if we're in the hospital because... Uh, and Heath Slater is saying that, like, you know, because Rhino... He's not sure if Rhino's going to make it. Here, here's us writing off Rhino. He fucking died. <laughs> he, fucking, he fucking dies. He, no, I was going to say that. 
I think let's say we can write it off as like he doesn't die, but like when Heath Slater says he's not gonna make it, it means he's hungry and he ha- and Heath Slater can't find the cafeteria to buy his Rhino some ham sandwiches. He he's not gonna make it because he's so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he's not dying. He's just hungry. That's all. <laughs> Nakamura is there to make his pay his respects. Pay F. He's pressing F on the vending machine <laughs> to pay his respects. <laughs> Pan over to Shinsuke Nakamura at the vending machine. He presses F5. <laughs> Brock Lesnar comes out and wins the. T- <laughs> He presses F5, and then all of a sudden, Brock Le- a Brock Lesnar trading card drops from the machine. He's like, he's like, sweet. And walks away, and he's like, get him. I hate this. Oh my god. That's so S- funny. <laughs> so why is Shinsuke on SmackDown again? <laughs> okay. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Hey, hey Ryan, drink some water. Thank you, I needed it. Alright, let's finish this up. Shinsuke Nakamura, are we doing the hospital angle with Heath Slater? I don't know. It seems like a lot. I don't know. The only thing is, I don't know why Shinsuke would just be there. I guess paying respects seems weird. That's fair. Especially, what does Nakamura and Rhino have in common? Like, I I see why Slater's there. I see why Rhino's there. But, like, why the fuck is Shinsuke there? (laughs) Like, that makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Um, Shinsuke. I, I wanted to. Be, I wanted. I want to continue the saga of Heath, saga of Heath Slater. You want Slater to be the the Archer. the Drake Maverick, the Drake or Maverick, the Drake Archer. Maverick. Going. Oh yeah, because the one who's constantly chasing it but never gets it. He's chasing it for Rhino. You know, like to avenge his friend. I'm doing it for my brother. Right, like that's that's what he's doing. He's doing it for to my kids, his friend Rhino. So what? I like that. I also like he. I like I like Heath Slater doing this. Yeah. But I need to we need to figure out how he runs into Shinsuke. It's not at the hospital. I don't think so. I mean, why was Kevin Owens at a diner? People get food, Ryan. People need health care. This is the socialist I, 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 agenda. Listen, this is the socialist listen. agenda of our podcast. To me, People it makes healthcare. more. To me, it makes more sense that two wrestlers in the same city run into each other at a diner, mm-hmm. than Shinsuke Nakamura visiting Rhino in the hospital to pay respects because he's injured because he hit a jukebox. Yeah. Why is Nakamura on SmackDown Live? Maybe it's just a backstage interview. Heath Slater backstage interview, giving an update on how Rhino is doing. Right, just a backstage interview. 
Why is Nakamura there? Why the hell is Nakamura on SmackDown Live? That that's what we're trying to get to. Like, how does Heath Slater run into Nakamura? What would Nakamura be doing that's weird and charismatic? Uh he has no he has no ties to like anyone on our roster, I think, except for Finn Balor. Hmm. Rusev, the knock, the Nakamura, Knock America Day, whatever thing, didn't exist in our show. Mm-hmm. Maybe Cesaro. I mean, that's the only tie I can think. He's got no ties to anyone. Ricochet, no, because Ricochet was a New Japan after, I think. Yeah, he's got like no ties to literally anyone on our roster. There's no reason. There's no reason for him to be on SmackDown Live. There's yeah. There's like zero reason for him to be on the show. Maybe it's a social media thing then, and we do like a funny bit. We can do social media Rhino at the hospital. <laughs> social media. There's no reason why Shitscape be visiting Rhino. So would Heath's Okay, then why don't we do a backstage segment where Heath Slater vows revenge for Rhino to win the 24-7 championship for his, you know, in his honor. Okay. And then that that's just what we do on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Social media segment, Nakamura's out doing something. Heath Slater attacks him, fails. Continue. We move on. Okay. Sure. I think that's the best we got, right? Mm-hmm. That's the best we can do. Because you're right. We're, there's no reason at all for Nakamura to be anywhere close to SmackDown. Yeah, it seems weird. But I like this. I like that Heath Slater is, you know, he's building a storyline with Heath Slater. Mm-hmm. Now that he's no longer on a tag team. And we've written off Rhino. In yeah. the best way possible. Um, I'm sitting here thinking, Mikey, do we even have a show opener idea? Or do we just go straight into a, a match? Mm. I mean, I really, we really got no segment ideas that really could build up. What, are, what matches are we building to else at Stomping Grounds? Um, we have the women's match. We got the tag match. Oh, there's a whole other match we need a book for Stomping Grounds. Okay. Yeah, wait, there is. Damn. There's at least one more. Two if we wanted to, but we have a whole nother match we need to book for Stomping Grounds. Heath Slater versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the 24-7 championship. It could be a 24-7 championship match. Like a like an actual like 15-minute match. That could be fun. It's not just one over a roll-up. It could be like it could be like an old school like it could be like an old school style championship scramble match. A Heath's it's a Heath Slater twenty four seven champion open challenge where he the twenty it's the Heath Slater twenty four seven champion call out where he is gonna call out whoever the twenty four seven champion is this week and wants to face them in a match right then and there. Yeah. That's a stomping. That could be funny. That could be funny. It could be a fun spot. 
the Heath Slater, and we don't have to announce that. You know, that's not really an announced match thing. Yeah. 24-7 champion call-out. That could be a pre-show even if even if we wanted to. Yeah. Heath Slater, 24-7, he's going to call out whoever it is. It could be Titus O'Neil. It could be Brock. It could be... <laughs> It could be uh, um, Otis. It could be McIntyre. It could be McIntyre. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> McIntyre. Well, it can't be McIntyre now. <laughs> it could be The Undertaker. Bold. Bold. We don't see him win it, but somehow he has the title. That'd be a good legend pop. It could be a good legend pop, you know, at Stomping Grounds. If Undertaker wins the twenty four seven championship, no, 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 but like if it's like I don't know, like Ted DiBiase, you know, <laughs> okay. like if it's like um, I don't know, you know, like one of those like C level, it's like Marty Jannetty, yeah, you know, someone you. that's like it would make sense to see them with the twenty four seven title, a nice little pop, yeah, for sure, it could be. Rob Van, no, Rob Van Dam can't. It could be like Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, something like that. And then Heath Slater and Tommy Dreamer and like a Extreme Rules plunder match. Stomping Grounds. Fair. Pretty dope, actually. That sounds pretty dope. That's I, I'm on board <laughs> with that one. Okay, cool. Then we yeah, so show back to the show opener. Do we have any idea for a show opener or just go straight into a match? I think we just go straight into a match. Yeah, I I mean we don't really have any big sweeping things planned other than this championship tournament. Mm-hmm. We have one more segment we need to book. Um, Do we have any ideas for a segment? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like... What's... who? Who's, who's challenging next week for the round one W championship tournament. Let's see. We have dream and reigns and Miz and Jeff Hardy dream and reigns. You said Miz and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I think we, we can do maybe a promo. There's a promo. There's promos there. What if, okay, wait, wait, wait. what if we do riot calls out Baszler, but then Baszler doesn't give her an answer. And then in this segment, it's like Baszler, what's your answer for riot? And then that's when Baszler is like, I accept. Or we could just split up the Uso promo from their post-match save. Also that. I feel like that one makes more sense. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I'm good with that Uso promo. Because I think it makes more sense. It'd be like, oh, you made the save. Why did you do that? It'd be like, because we've been holding out. We want the shot. Give us the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think that just makes more sense. I, th- I think it cuts more natural. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, we got to order this card. We took. We. I can't even roll burpee all from all this water. Mike, we got to put this card in order. Where? How do we want to do this? What's our main event? What's our? We got. Uh, first off, Usos heavy machinery match is got to be early in the card. I agree. Um. Besides that, what else we got? I think we open with a, a, a round one match. Yeah. Which one do you want it to be? Pete Dunn or Elias? 
Pete I mean, Dunn, Rusev killing Dan Elias. Those are the competitors. Uh, I think Rusev Elias is a good opener. Okay. Okay. What's Rusev Elias event? is our opener. My computer is slowing way down. I gotta. We gotta hurry. Wrap this up. My laptop's at four percent. Yikes. Okay, so we're just, I'm, I'll talk about this later. Uh, we'll cut out this whole segment, but whatever. We'll, we can talk about it later. Okay. Uh, cool. We booked it. We'll just cut all that stuff out. I feel like we just... The card will be out. The card will be out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randomizer. We gotta do this randomizer. Is it my turn or your turn? I always forget. Uh, what happened last week? Uh, oh, boy. Uh... What happened last week? We had to add a segment. Oh, it was. So we added because we, diner. Can, we, continue, we continued the diner segment, yeah. I'm glad we added it. Which was mine? Was it mine? I, think it was I, mine. Believe, I believe it was. So it is your turn, sir. Yes, it is. All right. I'm refreshing the page to see what this randomizer wants us to do. Also, while it's waiting, drink some water. <sighs> you bastard. Good refreshing water. All right. Hey, Ryan, hit the randomizer. Yeah, what's up? We got double booked. Hit the randomizer twice for two random actions. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, so you'll hit it again and I'll hit it? Yeah. All right, I'm going to refresh again. I'm refreshing. And then then you do yours. Uh, Doing it now. Oh, no, a double booked. This could be very dangerous. Wait, no, we can't do it twice. What do you mean? Oh no! Uh, sorry, I didn't get a double book. I didn't get a double book. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I was sorry. like, I was like, we can't go. We can't. We can't chain double books together. Oh my! That's God. insane. Mine is still refreshing for some reason. What the heck? Mine is also still refreshing. Uh, I'm. Right, I'm very nervous about what it's landed on right now. All right, I got one. I got one. I got one. Okay, what do you got? I got a botched match ending. Oh dang! Oh dinger! Yeah. So what? So what does that say? Uh, take one point off of the audience booking polls for a random match. Okay. So we have to roll a D four, D five, D five. How many? How many matches do we have? Five. Five. Yeah, D five. D fives don't exist, do they? Nope. You want to roll that? Roll, pull up a D five on your computer and roll that sucker. Sure. Why my thing's still loading? Here, I'm gonna switch to audio call just to maybe save some. I don't like. Wait, we we haven't discussed what you got. No, let's save mine. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I got mine. What's yours? Uh, match number four. Match number four. Yeah. Okay, so that would probably be... We didn't book the card. This is really why we should book cards. God damn it, battery. Let me see if I... Hold on one second. Let me grab it real quick. 
Okay. Back. Um, Elias, Rusev, Pete Dunne, Killing Dane is probably the main event. Mm-hmm. It would probably be either the women's tag or the men's tag match. Mm-hmm. I would vote the men's tag because I think the men's tag would make the most sense for how we would have done it. We probably would have done Rusev Elias first, Uso Machinery, because that's mm-hmm. got to be early in the show. Uh, Uso Machinery. Uh, then we probably would have done a women's tag. Then we would have done the men's tag because that would have been two men's tags separated a little bit. Then Pete Dunne, Killian Dane. Okay. So if you want to say which match it is. So which match... So which? what do we get, Mikey? I already, fuck, I already lost track. Match number four. Which was, if we were to order it... I, I'll, I'll say it. I'll got you. Okay, sorry. I just, compl- I just like, brain farted completely. So what number did we get? Number four. Okay, so that is... That is the Revival New Day. Dang it! <laughs> Dang it! Oh, how did they botch the ending of it? AOP, I'm sure AOP is involved, and Usos. Ah. The one match I didn't want. Yeah, I really did not want that to drop a whole point. Well, I feel like the audience might bump up. I feel like our audience will hopefully like that, so hopefully they'll you know, give us positive rankings on that one when it comes to the Twitter polls. But who knows? Um, so now my turn. Oh, boy. It's bad. I don't like that. And when I say bad, Mikey, I mean one of, if not, the worst drawings for the randomizer. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, we have polled. Hopefully you have insurance. Uh Uh-oh. What is that? This is... This is... This is basically your career enders. Oh, no. We have to roll a D, whatever, to see what wrestler gets hurt. You know, it's an injury angle. Then mm-hmm. a D20 plus 10 to see how many weeks they're out. Yikes. This isn't this isn't a, a career ender. A career ender is worse. A, a career ender is a whole different role, which is a D twenty plus twenty. But this is a D twenty plus ten. So they are out for at minimum ten weeks. Eleven. Oh yeah, you're right. At minimum eleven weeks. Fuck. At, at maximum of thirty, we could not be using them. Ever again. Yikes. So, um, let's count up which wrestlers uh, were active in competition. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to count Cruz. Fair. Should we count Brian? Um, I mean, he's not really taking bumps, so I don't think so. He's kind of just doing the... Do we count Kingston? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. 19 people. 
Mikey, you got that thing rolled up. You want to roll that D19. 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 To find out which wrestler. Oh, no, not, not a D190. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. Ten. Rusev is one. Elias is two. Jimmy and Jay is three and four. Otis and Tucker are five and six. Cruz is seven. Oh, no. Natalia is eight. Brooke is nine. Naomi is ten. God damn it! Holy crap. Holy crap. Oh, my God, Mikey. (laughs) Why? Why does this keep happening to our champions, Ryan? Oh, my God. That's incredibly bad. Sick, dude. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. We can't have another champion do this, right? I mean, we're not going to do a tournament, but... This is just getting ridiculous at this point, dude. Oh, yeah! (laughs) But it's it's injuries. It's randomizer. What can we do? I guess. On the bright side, you really want to ro- roll low here. <laughs> Again, to restate the stakes, it's a D20 plus 10. That is how many weeks Naomi, our SmackDown Live women's champion, will be injured. While we're, while we're still recovering from McIntyre, our WWE loss. champion. And Now, keep in mind, two- Mikey. This would be the second time that Naomi has relinquished the the SmackDown Live Women's Champion due to injury. Yeah. Unreal. Roll that D20. All right. I got it. What'd you get? A six. So that's 16 weeks? Yes. Okay. I'm going to just Google it because I'm not going to count on my calendar. But what is... What 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 date is it? What is sixteen? What is sixteen weeks from July 9th? July July ninth. From July 9th, ninth, twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen. What year is it? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, buddy. Oh my god. I'm I'm gonna double check because one time this. One time, this did not give me a correct number. Nope, it was the correct number. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. You ready? You ready for ready to know when Naomi returns, Mikey? Yeah. Naomi is able to return October 29th. Two days before Halloween. Fear the glow. (laughs) Yikes. That is, she is missing TLC, No Mercy, SummerSlam, and Stomping Grounds. 
She is coming back on the Build to Survivor series. So that could be a fun return match. You know? Their Survivor series match. But our SmackDown Live Women's Champion will be gone for 16 weeks. Yikes. So vacant title. <laughs> so Mikey, how do you feel? Honest honest thoughts here. We're honest honest people, honest folks, honest thoughts. I'll just gonna drink some water. Uh this is really rough. Especially considering we just lost our WWE champion. For less time, for 30 days. But still. Like, we now we just have two major titles vacant, basically. Damn. This is a rough one. She didn't have that title for more than three weeks. We had the biggest heel turn we've ever done on this show yeah all all the story ahead of us again we had a nice plan for it and the randomizer just ruined it Naomi is gone for 16 weeks I mean easy fix for you obviously it's all your decision but easy fix for you you know have a match for the vacant title at Stomping Grounds. Yeah. Between whomever and how however many people you want. Mm-hmm. So, like, the easy fix for you, Mikey, is that, like, now it's, like, in a weird way, you can start fresh. You can start with a whole new brand new champion. You can start with whole new storylines. Like, mm-hmm. you get, like, a reboot, essentially. Yeah. Reboot with a one week build. <laughs> literally. Like literally it's next week is the go home show. Yep. Stomping Grounds is in flux. Oh yeah. The women's title. This is that's bad. That was bad. Yeah. And she's out for four pay per views. Jesus. But a comeback in Survivor Series, I'm going to say, comeback in Survivor Series is pretty nice. You know, comeback a couple weeks before Survivor Series, if we do qualifying matches, that's a pretty good return pop. Yeah, I agree. You know. <sighs> that was a... That was a disappointing... <laughs> yeah, that was a rough one. More hit the books action. You can follow us on Twitter at hit the books pod. I'm just gonna wrap up the show here, Mikey. I don't know what else more we can do here. No, yeah, that's fair. We need to recover for sure. Um, more hit the books action. You can follow us on Twitter at hit the books pod. Every Monday and Wednesday, we have Twitter polls that you can vote in for excitometer and booking meters. 
essentially what that means is that we'll put out some pictures, some graphics about different matches that we have booked on our episodes every Monday. You can vote and see like how excited that makes you. If it was a real-life match, would you be excited for that matchup? By following, you know, by listening to the show and following the story, you know, maybe that, that, that drives you. Maybe that fuels you. Maybe you're excited for different things. And then on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. you vote in the vo- booking poll. You saw the matches on – you listened to the show on Tuesday. You listened to the matches. How did that – those results make you feel? And you can vote in the booking, booking polls to make that known for, to us. And that way we can change different things. So if you didn't like Naomi as the SmackDown Live Women's Champion – Surely you will love her 16-week injury. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us uh, on on Instagram, on YouTube, hit the books pod. Uh, you can uh, this Thursday we'll have a, a. I guess I'll promote myself here. This Thursday we'll have a little. Fight for the Fallen preview in the spinoff show system check. I'm just advertising that because because I want to do a spinoff show, and then when we eventually, you know, get a Patreon up and going, we got plenty of more in stores. So that's it's sort of system check, sort of pilot. Who so we want to do more of it certainly could be behind Patreon when we get that up and going eventually. Ah, <sighs> so yeah, um. What else can they do, Mikey? Am I forgetting anything else? Um, subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review. Leave a review on iTunes, please. If you like what you should listen to, whether it be low-energy Bob Ross, whether it be the crushing defeats and blows of the randomizer. Um, uh, if you like what you listen to, or if you don't, leave a review on iTunes. We love to read those five-star reviews. So leave a five-star review so that we can read it so we can hear how much you love the show how more people can love the show um, and one last time go to challenge.com slash buy Drew and vote in our predictions or make your prediction known as to who you think will be the next WWE champion we have four matches already done in secret in mystery um, so you can decide who you think won those matches and who you think will win the rest of the tournament and become the next WWE champion at SummerSlam by doing so, by getting the most correct guesses, you can win one free month of the wrestling subscription service of your choice, whether that be New Japan World, whether that be WB Network, you know, G1's happening, you know, Survivor Series, SummerSlam's coming up, um, you know, all these different shows are coming up. So if you want to catch it, you want to dive into wrestling, why don't you vote and make your predictions known so that you can possibly win one free month of wrestling subscription service of your choice mikey oh yeah is there anything else you have to say to leave our audience with some good news what's your what's your closing statements your closing words mikey uh closing statements are uh everything will be fine we're fine everything's fine either that's denial or a sentiment of of good graces Everything will be fine, Mikey, indeed. Until next week. It's fine. (laughs) Until next week, I'm going to sub out this water for gin to drink my blues away. Until next week. (laughs) (laughs) We've got two words for you. Book it.